Happy Easter again to the church. Happy Easter. May we rise up for the reading of the word of God. I'm going to read from the book of Luke, from verses 1 to 6. Um, Luke 24, from 1 to 6. Hallelujah. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, there, there and seven other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they have prepared. Verse 2. But they found that the stone was rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed, bowed their head their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do ye seek the living among the dead? He is not here but risen. Remember he spoke, he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. Hallelujah. This is a reading of his word. May you be seated. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This title of my message today is Understanding the Power and Benefits of Resurrection. You know, Jesus lived a wonderful life. In his, in his, in his life, his, his accomplishment within, within 30, 33 years was awesome. He, taught, he did many miracles. And before that, bear in mind that Jesus' Jesus's birth and resurrection is one of the greatest miracles that mankind has ever known. His birth, first of all, was a miracle. His resurrection, a miracle. Now, the believers have followed Jesus throughout his life. He's preaching, making miracles, doing wonders, doing all the marvelous things. But there was this one day that they were waiting to see this miracle of resurrection happen. They were still wondering if this is going to happen. Have you realized that some of the people who followed Jesus just doubted, just like you and me? That they struggle with believing what Jesus was telling them. That is why the Bible says we should seek the Lord every day in our lives. So that we can be reminded of his promises. Because sometimes when you even see you forget. You, you even forget that did he say he will do this for me? Did he say he will rise up indeed? Even though he raised the dead. He raised Lazarus from there. Yet they still did not believe that he will raise himself up from there too. So they believe. They, they, the, the disciples struggled with this mystery as well. And there was the day they were waiting to see this happen. Now, this, this reminds me of a small story I used to hear when I was growing up. Um, the, the, the story was, was said that a, a group of people sat and they were trying to find out where do people go to when they die. So they decided to send some, some, some people on mission to go find out. The first person went and never came back. Second person never came back. Third person never came back. So there was a confusion that really, who is ever going to find this thing out for us? They were, they were living in doubt and confusion. But the book of Hosea 13 verse 14 says, Jesus promised that when, when, after his death, he will go down and set the captives free. Those who were in captivity before his coming to the Lord. Remember, Jesus came to, to make the bridge between us and God for us to be saved. But before his coming, where did the saints go to? The saints were held captive somewhere. Within three days that he was crucified, 
He rescued the captives. He went in and, and removed them from there, released them, and took them with him to paradise. Hallelujah. They doubted. The, the believers still kind of struggle with this. And even as much as they doubted God, one thing about the resurrection is the display of power of God. The display of power over death. The display of power to set the captives free. I don't know what is capturing you today. In life, we have so many things that hold us captives. We have chains of darkness, sicknesses, troubles, difficulties in life. Jesus saved the captives. And he's still in the business of setting the captives free today. Amen. In, within three days that he was buried, everything looked like it was the end. Hallelujah. Imagine walking with a master who has done so many things. Who has shown you power. Who has shown you his glory. Who, who has promised you that I will come back after three days. And I will show you that indeed I am God. But yet, he was killed just like that. They nailed him, put him in that thing, buried him down. So, the, the disciples had this day of, this day of res, uh, resurrection was a glorious day for everybody. For it to confirm the word of God. Just like for any person. They came expecting to see the power of God manifest. Even though they doubted. Just like you doubt too. It doesn't mean that when you believe God, you don't doubt. And I want to assure you today that even in doubt, you are still a child of God. Even when you are confused, even when you get confused and you get... Yes, some people will say, oh, don't doubt, just have faith. Yes, even the faith comes by building it too. You have to study the word, meditate on it day and night. Be strong in the Lord. Bring your commitment. Renew your vows before God every day. Renew your commitment. Die to yourself every day. Carry your cross every day. Make a sacrifice every day. It is the commitment of daily basis. In all of this resurrection story, what does the resurrection mean to you as a believer? Hallelujah. Amen. What does it bring to you on Easter? Why do you celebrate Easter, if I may ask you? Are you just like one of those stories in Africa where we, we are happy to wear Christmas clothes and, and eat rice and go out and dance? Or, or you're just planning to go to Golden Corral and eat and celebrate or go to a trip to D.C., you know, have some fun. We have to get um, the, the importance of what we get from um, celebrating Easter, the resurrection. What does the resurrection mean to us as believers? John eleven twenty five to 26, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believe in me, though he were dead, yet shall live. Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Jesus promised. He promised life to those who believe in him and demonstrated the ability to give, them, to give it to them when he raised Lazarus back to life. This was the display of God telling people that you will live again. And this life that people, when people saw Jesus raise Lazarus from death, they thought, oh, this is all about it. It's not all. Because Lazarus died again. Hallelujah. This life is the eternal life that is coming after this life. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what does this tell me? This scripture tells me that those who are dead are not actually dead, but asleep. Now, we have a difference in the sleep. There is a sleep that you sleep and wake up every morning to go to work, to live your life. But there is another sleep that we are going to sleep until the day Jesus comes. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what does it mean? It means our people who have gone before us are asleep. Hallelujah. How does it feel that death has been defeated? Death indeed be defeated. Our mothers 
fathers, brothers who've gone before us are sleeping. Hallelujah. If, if we all could see them as, as people going to sleep, how would that be? Will, are we still going to have this sad face and this funny face of feeling like, oh, it is the end? It is not the end, but Jesus promised. He said, when the trumpet shall sound, those in the grave will rise up first to meet him in the cloud, before us that are saying still living. Hallelujah. Amen. So what does the resurrection promise us? It promises us life. The resurrection of Jesus is telling me that we shall not die, but we will live to testify the goodness of God. We will live to see Jesus come. We have an everlasting life in Jesus through the resurrection power in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two, by his resurrection, Jesus defeated the power of the grave and death. In the book of Hosea 13 verse 14, as I mentioned before, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will plague you. O death, will thou be plagued. O grave, I will be their destruction. Repentance shall be for the heat from my eyes. Hallelujah. Jesus promised death and destruction to the grave and death. So that has been destroyed. That's why he rose out from the grave. That is why he came out from the grave. That is why he resurrected, challenging the grave. The grave has no power over the believer's life. It has no power over your life. For you have beaten the grave and you have beaten death through the resurrection power of Jesus. Amen. The power of demon associated with the grave, just as death is the power by that word of prophecy, which was spoken by Hosea, was fulfilled in Esther. Jesus came and destroyed the power of the grave and the power of death by his resurrection. He proved his supremacy over death and grave. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray by the blood of Jesus, anyone marked for death, if you have been marked for death by any power or any spirit or any gathering of any witchcraft or anything, may you be released now, be redeemed now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I prophesy that your entire family may not be swallowed by the grave in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus has won the battle. His resurrection today is victory for your family as all your loved ones in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh Lord, by your blood, redeem my entire family. Redeem every grave or every grave of any memory of family that has been targeted by the grave or, or targeted to be swallowed untimely in the name of Jesus. Amen. Point number three. By his resurrection, we, we are lifted into the position of authority. Hallelujah. Yes. Ephesians 2, 6. And had raised up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places with Christ. For those who are baptized in Christ have put on Christ. We have resurrected in power with Jesus. So the resurrection has given us power and authority. Because we are dressed up in Christ, resurrected, we are, we are moving with the power of Christ in us. We are carrying the authority of Christ within us. That is why death has no power over you anymore. That is why the grave cannot hold you anymore. That is why when you speak, things begin to shift. When you declare, things begin to happen because you are speaking from the position of authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the power has been given to us. Just like it did. The Bible says, Jesus said, the same things I'm doing, you shall do them and even more. Hallelujah. Amen. The same miracles he did, you will do them. The same people he prayed for and raised them from the dead, you will do them. Amen. So you as a believer, you are living a life of authority. You are living a life full of God's power, full of God's authority. It means you have to walk in the authority in everything you do. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
far above principality and power. We, are, we have been given dominion above principalities and power. We are sitting in the high place of authority at the right hand of God. When you speak, Jesus is speaking. When you give an order, Jesus is giving an order with you. When you're walking, Jesus is walking with you. Every place you step your leg, you are stepping it in power of victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. We progress to point number four. By his resurrection, the satanic prisons were opened and captives were set free. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 61 verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to broken liberty to the captives, and opening up prisons to them that are bound. We have been given authority to open, to speak, to, to release the captives. Just like Jesus went down and set the captives free. Mankind is still in captivity. Many are still in the world, in the world today in captivity. The enemy has put chains on many people. Some of them just refuse to accept the Lord as, as their Savior. Some of them refuse to believe that there is God. Some of them refuse to come to church. Some of them refuse everything. There is that captivity that the Lord has put. When Jesus died, he went down to hell and proclaimed liberty to the captives, opening the cages where Satan has kept prisoners. Satan thought he could accuse these people, but when Jesus came, he said, no, you can't accuse them. I have authority to release them. Because these ones belong to me. They will go with me to heaven. I will be with them in paradise. The people who sat in darkness saw great light. Verse 16. And to them which sat in the region of shadow of death, light sprung up. Matthew 27, 52-53. And the graves were opened. Many bodies of the same which slept arose. So there is that captivity that people are set free from. When you have the authority of Jesus Christ. When you have that resurrection power, when you carry the anointing of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. God has indeed risen. He has risen to challenge your situation. He has risen to bring deliverance to your family. He has risen to bring healing to your condition. He has risen to bring restoration to the things that you've lost. He has risen to challenge the devil that has been plaguing and disturbing your life. He has risen to take dominion over your life. He has risen to take control over your situation. By the power of resurrection of the grave, every demonic prison holding you and family will be opened in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any attack of the enemy against your life be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let every prisoner be set free. Yes, I declare liberty to the captives. Amen. I celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. And what makes the difference how can we really make the difference in celebrating Jesus? The, the difference of celebrating Jesus and actually be, be part of this, this resurrection power is that you are saved in Christ. Is that you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is not just power that is given to everybody. It is given to the, to the elect. Let me call it that way. It's given to those who have chosen Jesus as their Lord and Savior. It is given to them that are the partakers of divine nature. Hallelujah. It's given to that peculiar people, that royal generation, the royal priesthood, the people that have been selected, not really selected, the people that have accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. For everyone to be a partaker of the blessing of resurrection, you must first find yourself in Christ Jesus. You must first identify yourself with God. As I read before, the Bible says, 
in John 3, 16, that for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that that, that is God's son, you must connect with him so that you can be part of the divine nature. I also said the book of Galatians 3, 3, 27 says, for those who are baptized in Christ are put on Christ. When you get baptized in Christ, you are part of the you are part of the resurrection blessing. To receive resurrection blessing, you must be part of Jesus. You must have accepted him. The Bible says he stands at the door and knocks. He is always been knocking, running after us, trying to rescue us, trying to get us to be part of him, trying to ask us to be part of his, his power. He wants you to be part of him so that you can actually so that you can avoid the plans of the enemy. The enemy is moving around like a roaring lion, but Jesus is at the door knocking, asking, my daughter, my son, would you come in and be with me? Would you become part of me? Repentance. We must repent and accept the Lord as our Savior to be part of the resurrection blessing so that you can celebrate Easter with a meaning. Not just having a good time out there, not just going to Golden Corral. I don't know why Golden Corral is coming too often. Not, not just going to D.C. and having fun or traveling to New York or doing something. You must put a meaning to Easter. Why are you so excited about Easter? Is it about what you do or what you get from the message of resurrection? How has the resurrection changed your life? What difference are you going to have today being somebody who has resurrected with Christ, what impact has it added to your life? When you accept him as your savior, you have received the blessing. You have received that connection to be part of resurrection. When he rises up, you rise up with him. When he goes, you goes with him. When you go out, he goes with you. When you come in, he comes with you. You carry the anointing power with you. Have you ever been somewhere, somebody looks at you and says, oh, I see the glory of God over you. Somebody looks at you and says, I see the anointing of God on you. Somebody will call you somewhere and say, come and pray for me. What are they seeing? They are seeing the glory of God over you. Because you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you have resurrected with him. I pray today that you all receive that resurrection power in Jesus' name. Amen. That when you step out of here, you will be, there will be something else around you that is more than you and not just you in Jesus' name. Easter can make a difference in our life if we trust, follow, and have a relationship with Jesus. Easter will make no difference to you if you don't have any relationship with Jesus. It will be just another day, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It will be like Christmas that we used to celebrate back home, that we used to have Christmas shoes and clothes and eat rice. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Easter will make sense to you if you hold on to Jesus. Amen. Accept him as your Lord and Savior today. And let this resurrection power transform you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May we rise up for the benediction. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Has somebody been blessed by the Easter? Amen. You're feeling blessed to be part of the celebration of the resurrection power of Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time before you that we've shared the word about your resurrection. We know that we have a commitment on our side to do. We must be baptized in you to actually be part of the resurrection miracle. We must be committed in you 
to be part of the resurrection power that you displayed on the cross. Father, we thank you for your sacrifice. We pray this day that may we not lose our chances on the blessings that you've laid upon us being part of your resurrection in Jesus' name. We pray that may you empower us. May you show us mercy and power. May you come and show us your favor. Even in all things, Father, from today, we have reignited the power and the resurrection in us. We pray that every challenge that we have been dealing with in the past, everything that has stood before us as an obstacle, we pray this day that may it be broken by the resurrection power in Jesus' name. For those that came sick, may you go back healed in the name of Jesus. For those that came down, may you be lifted up by resurrection in the name of Jesus. That as we join to celebrate Easter, Father, you stretch forth your hands and deliver us from captivity, from any form of darkness. Bless our families and our children. Cover them with the blood of Jesus. Even as we move into a new week, Father, we pray that may your blessings of resurrection resurrect any situation around us. Resurrect any blessing that has been waiting for us. Resurrect open doors in our lives. Lift us up, O God, above principalities and powers that will walk with authority and power. That will walk like some people who are carrying a mighty God. That when we go in, when they see us coming, they will know we are coming with a mighty God. May God bless your week and favor you. May God 